Good day and welcome to the Super Good Camping Podcast. I'm Tim. And I'm Thomas. And this is our special edition trip log version of the uh, of the podcast. Uh, this is day three where uh, you don't hear the lapping water and animals and stuff in the background, the wind, uh, because we're, we're home. We're recording this from home. Uh, this is day three of our, uh, of our three-day trip out there uh, in the fall and it, about a about a week after our French river trip. I'll let Thomas uh, start our day and continue on. So the past couple days have been great. Today's our last day. The paddle out was quite nice. Uh, We had no headwind, which was really, really nice. It's not usually how it goes on the way out. Got to see some, uh, some of the other sites that we saw coming in that were empty, that are now full. Uh, what else did we see? Well, so I, I honestly, I would back you up a bit and say, so as seems to be par for the course for us, we we had rain overnight, so we, right, yes. we had tarp, wet tarps, wet, wet tent, yeah, wet, a lot of things. So we packed out wet again, just never fun because it means you come home and you set up a bunch of gear to to dry out, and it's sort of okay for us. We, as, as a building manager, there's a lot of unused space under the building that we can spread stuff out in or courtyards or whatever depending on the weather um for most people they don't have that kind of space so yeah it's, usually it's fun. usually drying the things out goes fine <laughs> we'll, we'll get to why it didn't go fine this time but you'll have to stick around to the end for that see just saying there's a teaser for you so yeah we we paddled out there was everybody had pretty much this was so this was the monday yeah, everybody had pretty much already bailed out on Sunday, uh, so we had you know, there w- weren't lots of there weren't lots of gunfire. There weren't lots of gunfire. Is that the right term? Wasn't there? Yeah, I didn't hear lots of rifles going off in yeah. the morning, and we, weirdly on our on our paddle out, we actually saw a deer, uh, which was quite cool. The paddle out was otherwise fairly uneventful. Went smoothly. There was towards the the end of the paddle out. I couldn't quite spot where the parking lot was, so that was because there were sort of two forks. There was one fork, two landings. Both had sort of a gravelly beach. It was a little hard to tell which one was the one that we were supposed to be aiming for. Besides that, it went smoothly. Yeah, it was weird. It didn't look like too good to be true. It, well, it didn't look like we yeah what we what we had sort of left because there were so many like houseboat style boats. It looked like it was blocking the whole thing. I was like, "What the heck is that?" Turned out they were on a, they were farther out, and we, because you're looking from from so far away, it's kind of kind of two dimensional, it's less three dimensional. So we didn't realize we thought they were blocking the whole beach. It's like, "Hey, you booby heads, <laughs> you've taken our landing spot. What the hell's wrong with you?" Yeah, we got there. We uh, scraped up, put put some more more scratches, scratches into, the, into, the, into the canoe, and yeah, uh, yeah set about uh, unloading. Loaded up, well, got out in yeah. fairly quick order. I don't remember any major issues at that point. No, uh, and away we went. Yeah. So the night before, uh, so the the evening of day two, I had gone about looking to find a restaurant to stop at on our way back, uh, on our way home. I had found a restaurant called Canoe and Paddle in a very small town. Just little little southwest of uh, Gorth Islands. Yep, called Lindsay. Yes, which proved to be a quite nice place. 
the staff were very friendly uh, though they did have a very different music selection going on in the kitchen than they did out in the dining area, which kind of clashed a little. We got treated to one one in one ear and one in the other ear, so yeah. that was interesting. But the food was good. Yep, and they were super nice, yeah, uh, very friendly. Great. Very, you know, just, it was it was a it was a good experience. <laughs> just a weird music thing. Uh, so we we ate, piled back into the Pajero, and uh, continued on. Yeah. Stopped at uh, at Grandma and Grandpa, my yeah. parents, which we call Grandma and Grandpa. I don't even remember, just, just for a just visit, I think. Just yeah. stop in, say hi. They're sort of along the way. Yep. Left there feeling pretty confident about being able to make it home. For context, if you didn't listen to our previous uh, set of trip logs, my vehicle is a 33-year-old Mitsubishi SUV. It's beat up and old, but it's up, up until... Recently, it's been fairly reliable. We got about 15, 20 minutes out from uh, our, our last stop at uh, my grandparents' place, and it decided that it didn't want to go home. So it broke down. Uh, we were stuck on the side of the road. I called CAA, which for any Americans listening is the Canadian equivalent of AAA, and we sat for about half an hour. Yeah, it, I uh, honestly I don't. It, I wouldn't say it was much longer. It's somewhat terrifying to be on the side of a highway that's what is it, four lanes yeah. in each direction at that point, something like that. And they're doing 100 kilometers an hour, which in America theoretically world is doing 100 kilometers right. an hour. So they're it's the doing more one, than so that. Generally, or 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 they're doing or they're bogged down. But it was it was moving along pretty pretty decent because yeah. it was a Monday. Four one, you're either doing 110 or you're doing 40. Yeah, it's the busiest highway in North America. Just insane. Whatever. Yeah. It. We. We weren't. We managed to get it off under the shoulder. Thankfully. Yep. One of the upsides of having a right-hand drive vehicle is it's way less terrifying to get out. You're, you're not getting out into, into traffic. traffic. Yeah. yeah. Still. Still scary. A lot of. Yes. A lot of weird things on the side of the road. We're looking in down at the. So there's a ditch just off the. I don't even know what they call that lane. That safety lane that they put on the sides. Anyhow. Uh, the, like cell phone batteries. How does a cell phone battery? Like somebody had to throw it out their window. That's crazy. What the hell's wrong that you threw your cell phone battery at? Uh, anyhow, there, lots of crap and garbage and whatnot. Yeah, we waited for TAA for a while and then he showed up. Pulled the super nice guy. Yeah, I was a little worried because we had the canoe strapped to the top of the uh, Pajero. I was a little worried that he might give us a bit of trouble with that, but he was he was completely cool with that. So I we had it towed to the first garage, which were uh, transmission specialists, and unfortunately, uh, were not willing to work on such an old vehicle and, that and was an old diesel. diesel vehicle. Yeah, the diesel diesel is a key word here. Yes. So we went to from there to Canadian Tire Garage. They weren't unwilling; they simply didn't have a technician who could work on a diesel. So then we went to the Mitsubishi dealership, which was scary because oh. dealership bazillion dollars. Yeah, sort of deal. I am not they, made of money. They were they were super friendly, friendly and they were super tentative in a, trying to solve our problem. And the technicians seemed to like the car as well. Yeah, and the and the you know the manager came out and uh, 
I don't I don't know who the lady was at the front desk there, but she was again super nice. They were it was all good. It felt felt very Canadian, and and we left it in their hands while they went to cook because it, sorry, the Pajero is a Mitsubishi, so it was our sort of our last ditch possibility because we didn't we didn't you know, we're not. I don't know anything about diesels. And I'm and, just starting to learn about diesel. But they're a very different animal from your regular car. So Yeah. So about, about a week after that, I got a call from mm. the dealership. So are we but, fast forwarded. Yes. So, so we went home. We didn't. I went home. I I jumped. Uh, Thomas got me an Uber yeah, Lyft or something Uber like that. Uber to the station. Because I'm old and I don't do stuff like that. And then and then uh, I, yeah, went, I took yeah, I went the off go to train and whatnot. Some family's place. Uh, and then eventually went home because I had a uh, job interview the next morning, right after my car broke down, which I actually did manage to land, though that didn't... In a short-term sense. Yes. Um, but yeah, we, we managed to get home. So over the next two months-ish, there was a lot of... I spent quite a bit of time bouncing from dealership to a few other shops to try and figure out if they would work on it. Eventually I landed on one shop. They started work... Uh, Eventually, I borrowed a vehicle from a family member, went and picked up all of our stuff that had been sitting inside of the Pajero for... Which, which we packed away wet? Yep. Yeah, for two months. Uh, grabbed the canoe, because that had also been sitting in their shop for two months. So they were very glad that I had gone and picked that up. And then, yeah, I brought that home. Got the canoe, it. Uh, canoe went up in the, uh, in the roof in the garage, the... Stuff got the stuff that was more or less dry by now, but still damp. There, there was mold. Yeah. So, yeah. Luckily, not too much. <laughs> well, you know what? We'll do an episode about how to get rid of mold in your gear. That's a good idea. There you go. That, that that's going to happen because it's a bit of a pain in the butt, and uh, it's not a it's not a good thing when you put stuff away wet. You want to get it out and drying as quickly as, as you can, soon as possible, as yeah. opposed to dealing with. Mold. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. That's the end of that. <laughs> so, a very eventful. It's day. so we're we're over a month and a half later. We're we're at least six weeks later. No, maybe tomorrow six weeks. Anyhow, we're close. Sorry, tomorrow when we're recording this, not uh, not when you're listening. Not to when this. you're listening to it. So by the time you're listening to this, we'll be pushing two months after after it all happened. But it took it took six weeks to get the Bajero. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was literally about two nights ago. Two grand, and it still doesn't start. So yeah, it starts. It's just got really low compression in one of the cylinders. Right. So there's more money to be yeah. thrown at that. Uh, Luckily, I've got friends who are mechanically inclined who are willing to do work for far less than uh, retail, I guess, than than the going rate for such a service. But there you go. Stuff happens. It's yep. not. It's not always. Smooth sailing. Hope for the best, <laughs> plan for the worst. Actually, if you listen to the French River trip log, stuff happens. Every Nothing goes single according day. to plan. And then, and then the Kawartha one, it actually was, it was a great... The drive to French River and back was completely fine. There were no hiccups, no issues. The trip itself in between, was a bit of a mess. Yeah, in between the up and back, it was, yeah. It kind of went the opposite for uh, Kawartha. Actually, the drive up was fine. drive up well. was all right, yeah. The trip, the trip to Quarth was has was was a was an excellent experience. Mm-hmm. Obviously, by now you've you've if assuming you've listened to all three episodes, you heard about the uh, the unfortunate trip into Secret Lake and the the fire still going and the chickens in the fire and you know just people being 
not very not not, not doing the things they should yeah. do. So, so that was really the only unhappy. The rest of it was great. It, it, it rained and stuff, but welcome to fall camping. Welcome to camping anytime, I suppose. But welcome yeah. to fall camping. Uh, we saw some some beautiful things. We saw white-tailed deer. Mm-hmm. You know that was that was cool. I think all in all, it was a good trip. Other than the the poopy, not quite dry fall. Yep, that's that. That's it for us. Thank uh, you for listening to our trip logs for the. Uh, Kawartha Highlands trip we went on. If you'd like to let us know how you enjoyed it, you can do so by commenting on our Instagram, sending us a message on our Instagram. You can send us an email at hi at supergoodcamping.com. You can hit us up at uh, on our Twitter account, assuming Twitter still exists at this point, <laughs> because it's imploding right now. You can also comment on our Facebook page or send us a message via Facebook. Thanks again for listening. You make this possible for us. Yeah, you're. I mean, I, I'll talk to anybody about camping, about at anything at any point. Yep. Shouting into the ether is not nearly as much fun as as interacting with people. Anytime I I do uh, talk to somebody about uh, what did I? I can't even remember who it was, but you know, somebody on Instagram um, followed us, and uh, and I looked at a couple of their pictures and went, "Hey, cool, great." So I I liked their pictures. I shot back a, a follow, and they immediately responded, it's "Like, hey, cool, thanks so much for the follow. We totally dig your." You're, we listen to your podcast all the time. We totally dig it. It's like, oh, that's awesome. That like, like that right there is why we why we do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're glad to be able to motivate you guys to get outside because that also motivates us to get outside more, so that we can motivate you to get outside more. Because we just want people outside. We want people outside. We want people. The more people that are out there enjoying it, the more people that are going to protect that which we love and we think everybody should should enjoy and, and protect so mm-hmm. it's that kind of a deal not going to belabor the point <laughs> thank you thank you so much for listening let us know if you want us to do more of these until then ciao <laughs>